Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. I found a paragraph in Hugh Foley's incredible book, Oklahoma Music Guide, that caught my attention. Hugh wrote that four 20th century performers claimed to be from Oklahoma but weren't. Eddie Cletro, Cowboy Copas, Eddie Cochran, and Al Clauser. I thought this information deserved a little more investigation. Stand by for the story. Eddie O'Cleathrow, born in Trenton, New Jersey in 1918. At nine, he began playing the ukulele. By the time he was 14, he had taken up the guitar and was leading his own band specializing in Western tunes. Later, he added pop tunes to the list of his band's cover songs. A long engagement at the Los Angeles Hotel, the ambassador began changing his musical direction. He noticed the folks were arriving in Cadillacs and wearing cowboy hats. He decided to insert a few Western tunes into his set. In the early 40s, he was working radio station KFWB during the day and playing live at the Tom Brenneman restaurant in Los Angeles. While playing at the restaurant, he noticed the patrons got enthusiastic when the band slipped into a Western tune. He decided to stop playing the pop tunes of the day and take up Western music full time. Eddie met his wife while playing in talent shows for prize money. She had a roller skating act where she used a portable wooden floor and would entertain fans by bending over backwards while skating around to pick up a handkerchief with her teeth. I would have loved to have seen that. She said that Eddie always seemed to be at the contest and when he was, he would always win. She thought for a while that he had a deal with the judges, but decided if she couldn't beat him, she'd join him. They married, and she sang backup vocals and played the accordion in the band until their family came along. Eddie spent a year or so working with Oklahoman Spade Cooley's band, which did music similar to Bob Wells. He spent the bulk of his professional career playing in and around Southern California. He and his manager thought folks would like them more if they were truly from a Western town. He changed his stage name to Eddie Cletro and told folks he was from Colgate, Oklahoma. I think the closest he ever got to Colgate was probably the toothpaste. One time he was asked why he switched from pop standards to Western music. His answer, I like to eat. His big hit was the Flying Saucer Boogie, the second wannabe Okie. Lloyd Estelle Copas was born in 1913 in Blue Creek, Ohio. He began performing locally at the age of 14. In 1940, he moved to Knoxville, Tennessee, where he performed on WNOX AM with his band, the Gold Star Rangers. He achieved national fame when he replaced Eddie Arnold as the vocalist in the Pee Wee King Band and began performing on the Grand Ole Opry. His first solo single, Filipino Baby, in 1946, hit number four on the country music charts. He had several more hits in the late 40s and early 50s, Signed, Sealed, and Delivered, the Tennessee Waltz, Candy Kisses, and he had a few others. In 1952, his song, Tis Sweet to be Remembered, reached number eight on the country charts. It would be until 1960 when the biggest record of his career, Alabama, was released and would remain number one on the country charts for three consecutive months. It is said Cowboy Copas looked, sang, and played the part of an Oklahoma music star. He claimed throughout his adult life that he had grown up on a ranch outside of Muskogee, Oklahoma. As an example, 
Copas claims on the liner notes of his album, Inspirational Songs, the liner notes read like this. On the personal side, Cowboy Copas is a tall, slender man from the state of Oklahoma who has resided for many years in Nashville with his family. Now, he did live in Nashville, but never in Oklahoma. On March 5, 1963, he was killed in a plane crash that also took the lives of Hawkshaw Hawkins and Patsy Cline. The third in this series was Al Closser. Henry Alfred Clauser was born in Manitou, Illinois in 1911. He was the leader of one of the most popular western swing bands in the 40s and 50s. Reportedly, he is the first to ever use the term western swing to describe his brand of music. While in high school, Al and his trio began playing clubs in Peoria and expanded to six players while performing over WMBD radio. Although none of the band members had ever even visited Oklahoma, Al wanted a Western name for his group. He began calling them the Oklahoma Outlaws and the Oklahoma Cowboys. When they began appearing on radio station WHO, that's where Oklahoman Gene Autry heard the group and hired them for one of his movies, Rootin' Tootin' Rhythm. Al's band was later syndicated on the Mutual Broadcast Network to some 272 stations throughout the Midwest. They were headquartered in Rock Island, Illinois. They relocated from Illinois to Tulsa where the band members worked in air defense factories. The band in Tulsa competed with Johnny Lee Wills and Leon McAuliffe bands. Later, Clauser's group began playing on KTUL Channel 8 in Tulsa. This would begin a long relationship he would have with the television station. Later, the band introduced an Oklahoma girl singer, her name Clara Ann Fowler, who would later be known as... Patty Page. The Oklahoma Outlaws disbanded in the late 50s, but Al remained with Channel 8 and in the music business. Tolson's will remember Clouser's character on his popular children's television show, Uncle Zeke. Lastly, Eddie Cochran. Ray Edward Eddie Cochran, born in 1938 in Albert Lee, Minnesota, became interested in music at a very early age. He once said he was from Oklahoma in order to give him more of an authentic background for both country and rock and roll. Unlike the others, his grandparents did live in Oklahoma City, and the family did have an apartment in downtown Oklahoma City for a very short period of time before moving to Southern California. The family moved to Bell Gardens, California in the early 50s. He took music lessons in school, played in the school band, but quit in order to play the drums. In the mid-50s, he teamed up with guitarist Hank Cochran. While there is no relation, they called themselves the Cochran Brothers, performing together for just a little over a year. In 1956, he recorded his first solo record, Skinny Jim, in the same year, he was asked if he would appear in a musical comedy film, The Girl Can't Help It, starring Jane Mansfield. He agreed and performed the song, 20 Flight Rock. He appeared in another movie, The Untamed Youth, and had another hit, Sitting in the Balcony. In 1957, Eddie hit his stride with his song, which is still a rock and roll anthem today, Summertime Blues. Eddie died in 1960 in Bath, England, when the speeding cab he was riding in had a flat tire, lost control, and hit a tree. 
All four of these performers believed that saying they were from Oklahoma would somehow endear them to their fans. Now, I don't know about that, but they've sure added to the mystique of being an Oklahoma music legend. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends. Please tell your friends they can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, and on Google Music Play. Find us on our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com. Click on the podcast page link and you can see and choose from any of our podcasts. Also, please like our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page. For Oklahoma Music Legends, I'm Tommy Henshaw. Thanks for listening.